0: I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left Cause I've been blasting
1: and laughing so long that Even my mama thinks that my mind is gone But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it Me be treated like a punk, you know that's unheard
2: of Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Dog House My man, Jimmy Rogers, is in the house What you doing Adam Campbell? Hey Jimbo
0: Buddy, it, it's
2: uh it's time for another one. Spring is is coming this way, and we we uh we get on the on the podcast now, ain't we? Absolutely, man. We we rocking and rolling there. Um, it's it, we're looking forward to a lot of fun here, man. Our I uh, uh, I had to get us a new box. Our other one got put in the shop. Our little podcast machine deal here, he got put in the shop, and um, they's like, I don't know when it'll be back, and I'm like, hey. Give me another one. We'll have a backup. So, um, That's right. I don't have my intro on here yet. I'm, I'm working on getting all the, the the fine pieces put together. But a little Coolio brought us in today.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Coolio, the golden voice is kind of the
2: same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Six to one, half dozen to the other. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, the, the golden voice is on his way. Of course, it's early this morning, but uh, the
0: golden voice is on his way out of Gallatin, Tennessee to Kimballsville, Kentucky to train today. He comes Come up on. And trains with uh, uh, usually about once a week, at least every other week. So they'll be here this morning, up in the morning when it's time to start training.
2: So. Absolutely, man. That's a lot of fun to have Mr. Skip there, I'm sure.
0: Oh, always. Always a good time. Brings his buddy with him. And, and we, uh, uh, Mr. Joe Draper, and we have a good time. We enjoy it. They just love being there with the dogs. And you know how it is. That's uh, Yesterday, I had a couple of guys with me. And I enjoy that part of it, having people there that like it. Of course, I tell my help, the guy working for me, I said, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. When the weather's real nice, it's pretty. There's always four or five around here. I said, well, it's about
2: 95. When the heat index is 103, it's just me and you, bugs. That's it. Don't, ain't nobody coming up to
0: watch your dog run when it's hot and miserable. They like beer when it's when it's cold.
2: what I love it. I'm, I'm glad they come. So Well them rain in them rainy cool days, you know, it's kind of a ghost town. Yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> <that's> exactly, <laughs> me exactly me right.
2: and Tim do you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other, Exactly.
2: Other day it was cold I wanna say it was Monday and it was supposed to rain and it never did. Or never did that morning. Mister D was here, and it come a little shy, and he jumped in the truck. I don't like Mister Dennis to get cold and wet, and I don't want him getting sick, you know. He jumped back out when it quit. I said, Mister D, uh, you want to keep going, or or you want to, you want to, you know, cut out of here? He said, I I, I think I'm just gonna head on home. <laughs> I said, That's, that sounds like a good deal, buddy. I can do some drills and run some blinds, and I, I'll be just fine. You go home, and take care of yourself, so. Well, Even Mister bailed on me.
0: Well, what I always say, uh, there's too many pretty days between now and fall to stand out there. You know, when it's miserable, and it's not so much for me. I don't care. I, I got, I got rain suits. You know, I got, I, got, I can put on gear that can keep me dry. Yeah. am so to my guys. But man, them guys work every day. They work hard, and I, I'm very blessed. I have have two fantastic guys working with me. And I enjoy being with them. They love it. They're having a good time. And uh, I, you know, I'm not gonna ask them to do that. Yeah. You know, we, we, if it gets if it gets so bad, I'm just like, you know what, guys, let's just uh, let's just call it off and we we'll live to live to play another day's way. I look at it. No. everybody holds sick and feeling
2: like they absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Before we get too far into it, Jim, I dropped the um, um, the first little hunting deal. You know that I told you we, I was gonna start working in here some and uh, story yep. time and with my buddy Walter Field and. Um, you know, if if you guys like that stuff and got somebody you want to hear from, or 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 if you didn't like it, you know, let me know. You know, I can quit doing it. But if you guys like it, gives people a little something extra to listen to. Um, I'll keep on doing them when I have some time. So just let me know that. And while we're doing that, I
0: talked to a guy last night. Told me about a young man down in Tennessee, down West Tennessee. He met you. At uh, the Wild Turkey banquet, and was very honored to get to meet you. His name is Colton Plunk. Yeah, he, uh, he works with with a buddy of mine, a dog trainer, a whole bull rider down there, uh, David Northcutt. And Dave was telling me that Colton really enjoys the podcast and listens every time, and was
2: tickled to death to get, get to meet you at the Wild Turkey Federation banquet. So I did. Nice I got to meet off. him and shake his hand. It was a pleasure to meet him. As you know, yeah. there's a couple of different yeah. people came by and. Shook my hand and it was it was uh, you know a lot of fun a lot of fun. It's yeah. always good to meet people. I always enjoy yeah, it.
0: Anyway. I tell you how how I remember Colton's name is I wrote it down.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love I, it. <laughs> my, my, my dad years ago one time was telling me a bunch of stuff. He said, hey, "You go write this down." He said, "I know you ain't smart enough to remember it all." <laughs> <laughs> That resonated with me, because dang, it
2: was the truth. <laughs> <laughs> call a spade a spade. You
0: just call what it is, Get a shovel and start digging a
2: ditch, because that's what I'm good at. So, <laughs> be you better, better learn how to spell W-O-R-K. So. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you yeah, wasn't joking. Well, yes, sir. Yeah. We um, we, This is a Thursday, you know, we always... Like to, like to have one on at the end of the week because people are prepping to leave to go to the hunt test. You know, we I started running hunt tests last weekend. You're going <laughs> this weekend, correct? That's
0: correct. It's my first one. We run in West Tennessee down there at our good buddy Tyler Patterson's
2: place. Absolutely. Uh, so, HRC
0: test,
2: Yeah, Yeah. so people traveling, they like to have a little something-something to, to throw on there besides the old radio. And so we figured we'd yeah. slow down a minute uh, and pump one out here. Um and I ran up at Ethan Corcoran's at um um b b f f kennels man he's got a beautiful place up there and we ran a master test up there this weekend and but well, I had a ton of fun being with the guys and you know a ton of people you know mentioned the podcast and 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 you know talked about some of the episodes and stuff like that man we that was that was cool to get to hear that people enjoy it and all that so um but man we're back on the we' back on the hustle. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh mine starts. I, 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 I test this weekend, judge next weekend, test during the week. No, I test during the week next week. Master test then a, a judging weekend and three or four or five weekends in a row leads me right up to the grand. I think the weekend prior to the grand when we be for pre-training, I've actually got off and then back to right back in May. It you know I got a judging an assignment and a test almost every weekend, so. It's good, though. That's what I do. That's, that's, I don't mind to do it. I like to do it. I'm excited. Uh, now, late in the year, that my October trips start getting a little a little rougher, but uh, this time of year, I'm ready to get out there. I, I am. I'm ready to hit the road and get the dog showcased and see if they. If I got them where I need them. It's a little early for me, Adam. It's just it's just early, you yep, know? Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, we've been training hard. and I mean, real hard. I'm getting a couple sets almost every day, and, and we're, we're, we're hitting them pretty good. And, and uh... Dogs are doing real good, but they just haven't had a lot of water, you know, and they haven't been here very long, so it takes time, you know, and I kind of feel like every spring I'm
2: in a panic to hurry up and get done, and, and there's just no way to rush it. Yeah, my my dogs did not look the way that I want them to look this past weekend, and we're only two young dogs that are not master hunters, you know, a lot of times we show up with, you know, seven or eight master hunters, and one dog that's that's not a master hunter, um, Yeah, and you know, this time I had two young dogs, and you know they're just gullible little females that that'll fall for tricks, and and um, you know we got it done, but it just wasn't the top quality work that I was you know always looking for. So yes,
0: yes, well, and 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 not an excuse, but but part of it is the first of March. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you watch if you watch them dogs run the first of July and August, they're going to be a whole different
2: animal. I, I I totally agree, and I think a couple of podcasts ago I even said, "Hey, um, I signed up uh, for a hunt test. I signed up three dogs, and two of them aren't even here yet. You know, so <laughs> I, I meant that. That was kind of made me a little yeah. nervous." Yep. Yep. So. I I have done, done
0: the same. You know, of course. I, right now I've got a crew of them several master hunters that are requalified and that helps, you know, like you said, you take six or seven dogs, that's done into the national. Not that you couldn't fail. Some could always, I mean, that's the reason we go. There's always a chance. I don't care who you run and something could go wrong. Uh, but it's nice when you got six or eight or 10 master hunters to run and you got three or four, you can kind of mix in there that need a little help, you know, that you're going (laughs) to have to get up there. And as I say, bear down
2: on it. (laughs) Bear down. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, uh, that's a hundred percent. So, Jim, as you hit the road headed to a hunt test, what are you? What are, what's your checklist? Like, what are you getting ready uh, on your right. truck? Uh, from not necessarily, you know, dog training wise, but um, on your truck, what? What, are, know, what are the essentials? Adam, that's one thing. And I, I have some anxiety
0: about that because I have I have messed it up over the years every way you could mess it up. Me and Me and Clark Kennington years ago. He come up and he got one of those whizzy washes when they first come out. You know, they has got the canister with the little tablet in there. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It wasn't nothing doing, but he was going to wash all my water bowl all my food bowls with this whizzy wash thing. I'm like, okay, so we washed them, man. I mean, we really scrubbed my food bowls. I keep them pretty clean, but they weren't spotless. So we give them a, We were playing with this, what we was doing, you know. So we set all the food bowls over there to dry. We get all of our stuff loaded up. Get on the road, and, and I know where we're going. We're going up just south of Chicago to run an HRC test. We stop up there at the Windmill Farm on I-65, just south of just south of Kankakee River there, and uh, we're going to take there these dogs and there ain't a food bowl on bowl, <laughs> the whole damn truck. Clean as a whistle, <laughs> and not a not a bowl on the truck. I, I have also got there and had. Had to take a shoestrings out of a couple pair of old boots in the back to make me a lead. So saying that, <laughs> I have got, <laughs> I have gotten better at trying to make sure that I take what I need. And it makes you more comfortable if you got what you need,
2: you uh, know? A hundred percent. Yeah,
0: man. The, the simple things like double checking you got your leads, making sure your whistle, you know? I sometimes get to training out of two different trucks. Well, it works for me might be running some young dogs, I may be in my dog truck, I may be pulling my trailer, you know, so I can get stuff mixed around. So I try hard to make sure that the little stuff, like I say, a whistle, you know, my whistles, my leads, all that, but then I have a checklist, I go through to make sure my water tanks are full. Yeah. I make sure I make sure that I got my medicine box, my metronidazole, all the stuff That's that a I must. need. Oh if you leave the house with a dog one dog or 28 dogs on your rig and you don't have a full prescription of metronidazole at your own day oh, because one day you will pay for that if you don't know what it is they, the, the common name for the flag you see your vet about it get you some <laughs> keep it on hand because you're going to need it uh, that's, a, that's a whole other story that time I had to, at 16 tied to that chain link fence outside that car wash up there <laughs> It looked like one of them cow rigs coming down the road. It was put, kind of pushing out the dog vets, man. It was a mess. <laughs> as what old Mississippi water down there around Ronnie Lee would get your dog doing if you ain't real careful. It was, it was, it was warm down there, and the first thing I done was I cut them doors open everyone every of them dogs were over and jumped in a ditch and started swimming and drinking. Oh, God. It, I mean, it was good for about three days, and I left Ronnie and he headed to St. Louis to run a test. And when I got there, it had kicked <laughs> the, the bacteria had kicked in, man. And I didn't have a metronizer on the truck, and dogs was, was sick. I literally tied them to, to a chain-link fence while I washed the truck in a car wash at like 2 a.m. in the morning one time. So that was a learning experience. So through all my mistakes, which are numerous, I have learned to make sure that I've got my stuff, rain suits. I stood out in the freezing rain, not have a rain suit. I make sure there's that, my chair. I go through a complete list. I've been doing it slow now. I don't write it down. I've got it in my head. And I know where each one of those components are gonna be on my truck, you know. You know, I got a snack, you know, you know, a lot of days i don't do much during the test a lot of times especially if i've got a bunch right running too much. i'm running non-stop so you know pack of cheese and crackers or something like that and make sure i've got something to get me through till that evening because you know if you're running 15 or so 16 dollars you're gonna be virtually going run from start to you're going run start to finish you know and there's not a lot of gap in there so uh kind of keep moving need a little something but that's kind of what i do i just go around the truck. I have each spot. I make sure those bowls are there. I always think about that on the bowls. <laughs> uh, we went in a tractors supply and I had about seven bowls and we just swapped them around the truck all weekend so we got everybody fed and watered. but oh,
1: it was just, We just done
2: all
0: we could do yeah that, that was funny but what what about you adam you got a you got a routine for all of that
2: man anybody knows me that i I don't have a routine. I'm not a routine oriented person you know and so i i've been in the same boat you are I've off and left leashes and and all that rain gear i've been out in the rain and uh boots you know what you know a lot of times it gets uh sloppy at the line you know and and unless you chase hauls you just kick your shoes off and and keep on rolling you know i i like to put some boots on you know and don't get don't get mud, you know. Chase he he he'll kick his Crocs off and get right in there. You know he's a, he is a beast. And uh, I, I say so I got to the Grand in
0: uh, in Wisconsin, and all I had with me was a pair of Crocs with socks. <laughs> one morning it rained about three inches. One morning <laughs> we were walking through one spot back here, the mud was just about up to your
2: knees. <laughs> Lock him in, baby.
0: Scott Greer was running in coherent with me, you know, like every time I go, up, he was coming out back and forth, back and forth. But, uh, <laughs> every time he'd just shake his head. <laughs> of course, him over in a nice camouflage rain suit with a pair of muck boots pulled up, and I was there, I come in there with a pair of cotton pants and a pair of Crocs with socks. <laughs> headed, headed to that line, man, yeah. didn't have nothing those. I had to do it. I, since then, I've got a spot on my truck. I put my muck boots. They go. I don't like wearing them. I hate wearing them. But if they like that, I can put them on at least get to the line.
2: I gotta have milk yep. boots that, you know, kind of cut off there. I I, I don't like them up on my calf. So,
0: but uh, me and you're built alike. I mean, when your calves are are, are thirty thirty inches, <laughs> most people's waist size, uh, <laughs> the average, the average man's waist, waist size, if they don't fit good. I have to roll
2: mine down. I wear them up. They cut the circulation off of my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the NWTF, and, and this is a little funny. Uh, little funny story. I'm going to give my buddy a plug here. My buddy, uh, Brooks Tinsley, over here in uh, West Point, has developed these boots, and they're called light boots, if you hadn't seen them. And they're made kind of like a croc, Jim, but they're like um, waterproof. And, oh, wow. Yeah, and, uh, and they're light. So, like, you could pick one up. If you throw a muck boot at you, just has got some weight to it. This sucker weighs yeah. ounces. And oh, wow. you know I'm looking out, and he's like, "Man, try it on." I put it on, and then my old calf—you know—you can see it turning blue. I said, "Bud, we're you gonna—you're gonna have to get me some <laughs> cut off down here somewhere." You know,
0: if you I have these in the
2: big and tall section. <laughs> big and tall section. Oh, um, so, but I mean, they were the coolest boots I've seen. But um, you know, these big old calves here, Bud. Me and you—we just had luck <laughs> on them tall boots. Yeah, most stuff ain't built for you and I. We need to find a, we need to find a
0: sponsor of some clothing that fits uh, grown men,
2: yeah. <laughs> not, not 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 children. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. like a lot of these companies are making, uh, <laughs> making stuff for, uh these hunt clothes for people that hunt billy goats and stuff out in the mountains. You know, yeah. But me and you ain't billy goat hunters. We are three hundred plus. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we, we flatlanders,
2: if we can help it at all, <laughs> yeah. so we put this stuff on and under our arms, and all it cuts the circulation off. So, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. it, I guess that'd be my tip to all the hunting people out there is, you no, know, don't leave out the fat boys. <laughs> That's right. Please, how about that? Well,
0: please don't. Please yeah. Don't. Now, <laughs> back to uh, back to I'm gonna bring up something that, that means a lot to me, and I, I'll say this because it applies to me, is one thing, I am I'm on time to nowhere. You know, so like, if I tell you I'm going to be here at 7.30, you can count on about 9 o'clock me rolling in. And with a good excuse, 99% of the time. <laughs> or,
2: t- or Tuesday.
0: Or, or, or the <laughs> next day. that's <laughs> happened <half of> too. <laughs> but, but on test day, and I'll jinx myself and I'll screw it up this year, but I, I you know, I, I get my butt rolling in the morning. I get my dog's hair good. I give him plenty of time. That's one thing that, that, I, I'm I'm always early. Uh I like to be there and ready to go and get settled down. I feel like I'm getting paid to run those dogs. I wanna I wanna show the respect to my clients and to the people putting on the test and not come bouncing in there, you know, ten minutes after it started and start running around trying to get back. You know, anything can happen and I understand things do happen, but I'm about on a consistent basis. My bus gonna roll in there thirty minutes an hour prior to test, at least. And make sure that I'm I'm set ready to go, and I recommend it to everybody amateurs, pros, whoever's listening. You'll do better. You'll feel better. Get, get there and get you know. I know some people run them one or two dogs, and sometimes I run one or two dogs. You're gonna sit there all day in another hour. Don't sound good, but it's just good for you. You and you and your dog to get there and get settled, and uh, and be ready to roll. I think that's a
2: absolutely up test time. and and it's, even it's that important. get there a little early yeah. and, and help. Don't, don't right. get there and watch people work. Get out there. Yeah. Help them. Hey, man, y'all need me to tote this home line. You want me to set up the bird drive? I mean, get out, be part of it, and help, and then you'll definitely be accepted more, you know?
0: There's not a club in America that wouldn't be glad to have you. At least try to help. There's some, a lot of clubs I go to, they got good help. Yeah. Some clubs I go to, I am the help. You know, yeah, that's, absolutely. You know, that's, that's that's fine, too. But, but you know, Give the judges their space. Uh, I know when I'm judging, I don't want six or eight, ten standing there around me while I'm trying to get stuff set up going. But there's people out there. There's guys moving equipment, doing that. Touch base with them. Hey, man, what can I do? You know, is there anything I can do for you? You know, y'all got everything. There's that guy. You don't have to mess with the judges. You, there's there's somebody, a marshal or equipment guy out there working that'll be glad to have you help. And, and, and it's good. It's part of our sport, you know. uh we talk about that a lot it's, it's our sport you know if you're if you're involved if you're paying to run your dog it doesn't mean that they owe you anything they're, they're doing it on a volunteer basis give a little back to it it makes it good for everybody if everybody chips in a little it doesn't make it hard on, on a few people because some of these clubs get burnt out the you know the, they, they're holding a lot of tests and they run a lot of dogs and some of those people want to run their own dog and they're stuck there setting everything up, hanging birds. You know that night. You know we leave on Saturday evening and go somewhere and get some eat, Get to the hotel early and kind of kick back. And there's somebody out there hanging birds till late afternoon, you know, late night. So yeah, help those guys out we'll a little bit, man. I think it's. I think it's. Like I say, it's it, it's it, it helps everybody, yourself and the and the
2: crew doing it. A hundred percent, man. And that I, I think this is a this is a a good podcast and a great topic. To, to start off hunt test season, you know. Be right. prepared when you leave, get up, take care of your dogs, and, and get off your rear end and help. And, and and that's that's three big things when it comes to showing up and being at these things, at these hunt tests. That's
0: right. Yeah. That's right. Because There's just more and more. There's more dogs running. There's more, you know, people involved. There, there's no reason that two or three people in a club has to do it all. And there's like I say, there's some clubs you go to, and they're like, no, 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 we got it, we got it, we got it. And they got plenty of club members. It's got a lot of help, and they want to help, and they do it all. Great. Enjoy your weekend. But you can tell when you get there, and there's that one guy out there that's done, you know, ringing wet with sweat and It's 40 degrees outside. Absolutely. Help that man. Help, help that man out. Get in there. And, and, or and, woman. He will take, or woman. Yeah. He, they will take your help and be glad to have it. Uh, that is, <clears throat> That is the least we can do for those folks that that spend all this time putting these tests on for us and, uh, uh, take, you know, they volunteer and ain't nobody getting paid for that. They're, they're doing it out of their, their goodwill and want to see the sport grow and you don't want to wear them out or they'll be the ones that will stop doing it and then we won't have that club no more. And it's happened. You know, I know I can name several clubs over the last 10 years. that's just not there no more. And it's solely because one or two people were doing it and they said, you know what, we're not doing it in the morning. They just quit, you know, uh, so we don't we don't want that we don't need that for sure. Out of all the things we don't want to lose, we got several new ones. Uh, speaking of new ones, we got a we got a new one. I'm getting ready to run, ready to run the first uh, AKC Master Test within about 20 minutes of my house. I awesome. never thought that day would come. Yeah, man, I'm you know I'm over here in the slapdog middle of nowhere when it comes to the retriever world. And I'm so tickled that I'm going to get the uh, get the opportunity to run in. It's actually on my training grounds. Uh, Dr. Phil High is hosting the test. It's Bourbon Hill Retriever Club. Uh, we're doing a, a, a midweek master next week. And I'm super excited about that. It's a little early. I only got three dogs running because the rest of my crew is just getting in and getting started. But we're going to hold a few tests around here close uh, in the state of Kentucky. So I'm certainly tickled to have them guys. And I appreciate they worked their butt off, too. It's a good group of guys that's doing that. So Adam Andrews. And and Brad Trail and Leroy Mason and all that crew. Tony Schumann,
2: they put a ton into that deal. So That's awesome. Lot of a lot of, uh, lot of good it, dudes you called their name right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys that
0: that wanna get on and, and they wanna they wanna have a good quality test and uh and and have a good event and come and hang out, they're fun. You know, they wanna have fun about it, so they're doing it right. I'm excited for
2: it. Absolutely. All right, Jim, how about we leave everybody with this right here? A little thought. It just hit me. All right, it was a... Whatever you call it, when a thought comes on you, I'm not real sure what the word is. But when when you when you guys are at the hunt test this this spring, all right, don't forget this. Don't be nervous. Go up there and run your dog, because everybody there is pulling for you. I think people get overwhelmed. They get so nervous. And look, I, the reason I do this, I get that feeling. I get that. I got that feeling uh, Saturday sitting in the home line before I went up and ran Avery of you know that football game feeling before that first lick or you know you know those butterflies i get that yeah but go up there with a clear mind a sound mind and handle your dog and think because don't worry about what anybody else thinks because everybody there is pulling for you the judges um the pros the ams everybody there is pulling for one another um so you know that'd be my that'd be my word of encouragement going into hunt test season
0: absolutely man that's awesome and that is good you're right everybody there if it's me and adam Kimball who's been doing it for years or the guy that just you know coming to his first one we all have we all have that especially early on we have that excitement man and that's the reason we do it i'm i'm, I'm getting anxious right now like i said i'm running my first one this week in you know, the first one of years always because i you know where are we at <laughs> you know i tell people all the time it's a test and just like in school we're testing to see if those dogs are to that level if they're not that's fine we just know what we got to work on, you know, Absolutely. you go back and, you know, if your dogs weren't running the tightest blinds, we'll concentrate on your blinds a little better. If they didn't mark well, put a little more on your marks, you know, and, and if it didn't go good at all, slow down, start over, you know, we've, we've done that too. So now I agree completely. And the last, I'll give another thought and then we'll get out of here. It's so hard to explain this to people, but take your time. It's yep. not a time spent you got all the time you need up there you reason you know get up there take your time do it in training and you'll carry it with you be patient let your dog settle down take your time get your dog looking where it needs to go before you kick him off you know just just relax that's that's i know it's hard when you're nervous but, but time kills man when it starts happening real fast is when it's going bad so when you feel to start going fast just stop relax a minute and then take back off, and it'll do way better for you. I have to remind myself of that all the time because it's easy to get it's easy to get going real
2: fast. So absolutely, and if uh, you guys go out have, have some success, you know, and, and 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 you're a fan of this show, and you you gain something from this show, tag us, let us know that you done well, man, because we're pulling for you. We're 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 all we're obviously proud of you, and uh, you know if we can help in any way, we'd love to yes sir now adam thank you bud Listen, uh we'll uh, we'll be talking to you we we'll get a little we'll we got
0: some big stuff coming got, got some, some big stuff coming out of the podcast. i'm really excited about the Cup podcast and things that are you guys uh listeners are gonna find out about over the next few weeks and and uh some new stuff
2: happening for us and we're excited about it we appreciate everybody involved in that too absolutely brother and um th- don't forget uh the power is Sullivan motors b s delivers um, it, was, it, it wasn't on the intro, so we're going to throw that out there.
0: Well, and BS is delivering me a new vehicle uh, Friday to Pontotoc, Mississippi. I'm driving a truck down. He's going to pick I'm trading to him. I'm going to pick up a new one and drive a new one home. That's pretty cool right there when he'll bring it to a hunt test.
2: To you. Ain't no doubt. So BS delivers yes. Sullivan Motors. Jim, appreciate you, brother. You're my main man come, dead this weekend, pal. Pulling for you. We
0: we gonna get a mail, brother. Listen, thank you much. Y'all have a good good day training and I'll be talking to
2: you. All right, bud. See ya. Be safe. See ya. Bye bye. Yes, sir.